0: Hey! Hello. What's going on?
1: Not much. Welcome to Lovely Desma.
0: Yes, the second episode.
1: Boom, 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 boom. We are on the second one.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yes.
0: For all you millennials, oh MJ. Oh MGZ. And
1: for the old ones, totes the goats. Do you remember that totes the goats? No. Nah. No. Oops. <laughs> it's all right. It's
0: all right.
1: It's all right. I'm willing to take that. I'm willing to take that. So listen, guys. <clears throat> thank you so much for tuning in. Um, even if this is your first podcast, listening to your first podcast with us, we do have a first one that aired September 23rd, and you can listen to it on um, a couple of different platforms. Those platform links are in our bio on our Instagram page. So today's episode is called The Reeducation of Manny, where we are going to talk about like how and why he is who he is today, fatherhood, lessons learned, um, maybe some past relationship choices, things like that. And um, we're just gonna get to know Manny and how he re-educated himself in life and love and X, Y, Z to be able to become the man that I married and the man that's the father to our son.
0: Yay. Yay!
1: Yes! Growth. So. So.
0: uh Hi. Hi. I'm me. You're a good you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're a good you. You're a good you and you're a good, good father. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. You.
1: I'll always sing your praises. Thank you.
0: Um, it's just something that comes natural to me. Mm-hmm. I love kids. I love my kids Mm -hmm. and if you don't know this is our first child but I do have previous children three to be exact
1: yeah in total we have four four babies
0: four four babies
1: (laughs) my bonus babies your your bio babies yep they're fabulous thank you fantastic
0: thank you um but yeah uh I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, um, why do you think fatherhood looks so good on you?
0: Wow, it looks good on me. I tell <laughs> you that all the time. All the time. Yeah, you do. Um, thank you for that. But uh, I think it's just like it just comes natural. You know, I don't know if you've ever been out on the street or anywhere in public that Some guys just don't, they're, they're there physically, but they're not there. You know, you see the mom struggling, uh, (laughs) really? Totally. I just snapped a little
1: picture of him. It's fabulous. He's holding, he's holding our son while doing this. And it's a beautiful moment. I couldn't, I couldn't risk losing it. Okay.
0: Yeah, but exactly what I'm wearing is the is the kicker. Stays between you and me. <laughs> yeah. And right. whoever's on Instagram. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> so you said,
1: um, yeah, it's true. You do see some father you you do see some men with their children and, and the mother of their children not there. They are physically there, but they aren't mentally or spiritually or emotionally there.
0: Yeah, they're just, you know, like, oh. You know, I'm a father to these badass kids, which you contribute in them
1: to be badass. Yeah,
0: yeah, to be badass because you don't put your foot down or something, or your foot in their ass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like a natural thing. Um, either you have it or you don't, or it grows while you grow with your child. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, like any other father out there that it's that is involved with their children's lives heavily, they'll know that like no matter what it takes, um, no matter what, like you're there to protect your child. You're you're there to guide them, you're there to um help them grow and to be a success, um, mm-hmm. a successful, or no? Yeah. What am I looking for?
1: Functioning a, member of society. Yeah,
0: there you go. A functioning member of society.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, you know, they're not gonna be perfect because we're human, but just that you know, you put your best foot forward with them, it'll show in the future, you know? right?
1: Right. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think anyone or have you has your fatherhood ever been questioned or challenged by not not by your kids? Because kids are always gonna hold that mirror and tell you who you are, right? Mm-hmm. But do you think has your fatherhood been questioned, disrespected, or challenged, or even praised by people close to you or friends or anything like that? If so, what did they say or how did you handle it?
0: Um questioned. Uh, I would have to say, like, sometimes in the tone or the, the situation, you know, sometimes it couldn't have been, like, not that serious of a situation. And because in the past I've told them, you know, to look out for it or to not do that, you know, the... And they did it again, or whatever, which children would do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the frustration comes out and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, and then you try to remember that they're children, that they're gonna mess up, and that you're gonna be there to so, yes, catch them, or or you know, catch them before they fall, or mm-hmm. but. You know, not every situation um, requires you to be on edge and, and discipline, you know, not every situation is a disciplinary situation. Um, You know, I've been praised many a times um, by family members, just like, Random people in the street,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, when I'm walking with um, my older children mm-hmm. and people, you know, just, oh, they're so well behaved and, you know, they're so polite and, you know, that's, that's all the the praise that I need mm-hmm. because that tells me that. Mm-hmm. Something know, was done right. Yeah.
1: Right. All that hard effort, the yeah. joint effort, yep. you know, was done right.
0: Yeah. It was done right, and mm-hmm. they got it. Mm-hmm. The kids, they got it. You know. Um, as far as challenged, um, no, I don't think I've ever like or questioned. No,
1: no one's ever questioned your fatherhood.
0: Question how, what do you mean by that? Like,
1: just what do you think you're doing? Or you don't know what you're doing or you're a horrible father. What do you think you're doing? Things like that. Because sometimes you have people that that will look at how you raise your kids and how they raise their kids. And they think that how they raise their kids is the gold standard. So they then judge you
0: uh, according no, to that. No, I've mm-hmm. never ran into that. That's good. Um, that's weird, too.
1: It's actually as a mom, right? There's this thing called mom shaming. Oh yeah, and that's actually not weird for mom shaming. That's actually very common.
0: Really, I didn't know that.
1: So I was wondering, like, is is, is there anything called like dad shaming? Or that's why I said, have you ever been challenged? Because <laughs> no. I've I've heard many a women and read about many a women who are like, you know, uh, someone made me feel bad for giving my three month old pablum, and they're like, I waited till my child was six months old. Well, that's great, Susan. take your raisin potato salad and go with the pablum (laughs) for your six month old while I sit there and give it to my three month old. Right. So, you know, and that's why I wondered because.
0: No, um, I think dads don't do that to one another because.
1: Y'all probably don't even care.
0: (laughs) No, we do. (laughs) Yeah, we do. But we keep it to ourselves. Right. Like, you know, I've been out in public and, you know, the kids are just eating the dad alive and I'm like oh hell no that wouldn't be me
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know but it's not my place to tell him be like yo why don't you put your foot in their ass or something or, or step up or where your balls are at you mm-hmm. know because <laughs> men will take that the wrong way
1: right and you like, never know what the dad stepped in before he yeah, got to that situation
0: no but the, the the thing I'm trying to get to is like um you know, you say that to another father or to another guy, he's going to look at you like, motherfucker, mind your business. Like, who, why the <laughs> fuck are you up in my business?
1: You know? <laughs> like, you were there when these kids were born? No. <laughs> so, why you want to be there now when they're acting up in so, the street? So, it could,
0: you know, it could escalate into a, a fisticuffs. A, yeah, fisticuffs <laughs> in front of children, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They might see that at home. They don't need to see that out in the street, right? So, you know, like, I don't know. I've never been that shamed or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. that's good.
0: Um, I, I, I strictly, I, I really think like, like that's an unwritten guy code.
1: Y'all got so many unwritten guy codes. <laughs> like the one that cracks me up, which I'm like, that makes common sense. Right. That That totally makes good sense is when you go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. first of all, y'all don't go in groups. Exactly. Right. The second thing, which blows my mind, which I'm like, Until I saw a men's bathroom, I was like, that doesn't make any sense because I'm so used to seeing women's bathrooms,
0: right?
1: (laughs) Which is, when you go to the bathroom, always look forward. Yeah. And I never understood that. I was like, why would I stare at a door? Because I only seen women's bathrooms. It wasn't until I saw a men's bathroom that I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, you better look forward because you got all these urinals like lined up like prison style. And if you take a peek over, you'd be like, yo, what you looking at my junk for? (laughs) What
0: the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Ah, I think if we had to
1: do that as women, like if there were no stalls and doors for us and we had to line up, I'd be like, yeah, I would look forward too, right? Yeah. Because I wouldn't want like someone to think, what you looking at my cooch for, you know? Yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah. but it, it, it makes sense. All the guy codes make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why they're guy codes. Yeah. Cause they just make sense. Right, right. It <laughs> just makes sense.
1: Uh <laughs> woo, that's funny. Um, uh, so fatherhood, like I said, it always looks good on you. Thank um, you.
0: Thank you. And um you know, it's something that I look forward to even as a young, young kid. You told me. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, um, I'm the youngest of four. And um, I felt like my parents were going to be around for my children. Mm. So I I told my mom, like, oh, when I'm 16, you know, I'm going to have my first kid. And, you know, so you can be here when they're around or whatever. And this was me, like, at eight, nine, 10, whatever. And 16 came, 16 went.
1: <laughs> no cuttings.
0: Praise <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
1: 17,
0: 18, all the way. I wound up having my first kid at 26. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom would give me shit. Oh, it's about time. You said, you know, 10 mm-hmm. years later, you 10 years late. And, and I would just look at her like side-eyed, like, yo, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom, but. Shut up. Shut sure. <laughs> up. But yeah, like I've always looked forward to um, having children, and like I, I, I know twenty six is is fairly young. Yeah. Um, depending on the culture you come from, that can be old.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you could be considered a spinster. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, um. I find that 26 was right for me um, because now I'm going to be 40 and I have a teenager, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, which was my first born, which is mind blowing Mm -hmm. that he's a teenager. Um, But like I get to enjoy them, you know, I'm still young. I still can relate to them, you know, Yeah. and that's what I always wanted. And I have now you know. Now about this one right here that I'm holding. <laughs> the one month old? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a different story. Right, baby?
1: He's knocked out.
0: He is? Yeah, yeah.
1: but just keep him there.
0: Yeah, no. Don't poke the bear.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Ladies, <laughs> when you have children, okay?
1: <laughs> don't poke the bear.
0: Don't poke the bear. If that child is left Like, sleep locked out cold on you, knocked out cold, whichever way, like his leg is in your mouth, or you know, (laughs) and he's comfortable, leave him
1: stay that way, let him be. Just send smoke signals,
0: let him be. (laughs) All right,
1: send food, send
0: help. (laughs) Because as soon as you adjust him, guess what's happening?
1: He's awake, send the jaws of life,
0: exactly.
1: Um, yeah, what, um. What about, do you have any regrets? Any regrets, whether it's in fatherhood or in the relationship that brought you fatherhood or is it? So, you know what? Scratch that question. You've mentioned, uh, that's what I wanted to ask when you're talking. You mentioned how um, at at eight, nine, you were like, oh, I can't wait to have a kid at 16. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we repeat it. like Yeah. Sometimes when we repeat that <laughs> mantra, it becomes something in our psyche that, it's like, oh, that's the time marker, right? And then mm-hmm. when sixteen comes,
0: mm-hmm. it's not
1: that we go out and have children, but it is to say, oh wow, I don't have kids. Okay,
0: yeah. fine,
1: right? And it moves on, moves on, moves on. Do you think that by the time you had your first one, do you think that it was like you had like a slot mentality? And by slot mentality, I mean this: like, I have these, uh, I have these things that I want to achieve in life, right? Fatherhood, uh. Uh, I don't know. I'm just randomly throwing this out there. Fatherhood, white collar job, six figures, um, owning a home, things like that. And do you think that with that possible train of thought that you just like insert this person, insert this situation into this slot so I can get what I want and check it off? You understand what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> it's like this. You ever
1: meet some? You ever meet people where they're like, I want to get married, I want to have kids, I want to own a home, right. right? Three big things. Let's just say that. Right. But when you see them try to go for it, it doesn't seem like it's very human. It just seems like- Robotic. It seems robotic, right? Mm -hmm. Like if they meet four women, five women, I'm holding up five and I'm saying four. If they meet five women Mm -hmm. or five men, they are actually approaching each one of them with that mentality of, let me try to fit you in this slot so I can make this happen. Okay. Instead of going like, okay. "Yo, like you're a crazy woman," okay. I don't want you to be the mother of my kids. Right? Or you are a very successful man, but you don't have any. You're not empathetic. So right. no, I don't want you to be the father of my kids. Mm-hmm. So do you think that you had that mentality um, going in? To you oh, understand okay. what I'm saying? Okay, so that now way, I understand right because then you ended up in the situations you ended up in, and with this mm-hmm. person or that person, and it's not. Once again, never, never mistake people when someone talks about not not liking the relationship they were in that gave them their kids, it doesn't mean they regret their kids.
0: Mm-hmm. It doesn't
1: mean that. Mm-hmm. So I, I want a lot of people to understand that because you can't, You would never erase children. You can't, but you can certainly learn from whatever situation with the person you had them with and be like, yo, maybe you just, that shouldn't have been.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I got to that, no, I, I didn't have that um, mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it felt, it felt right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, it felt right with that person. Uh, it felt like, you know, she wanted mm-hmm. the similar things that I wanted, you know, <clears throat> I mean, we were both... She's two years older than I am. So, frankly, we were right right around the same age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that age, we were... Well, I was on my own. But right. <clears throat> she was looking to get out on her own and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, yeah, this is fun. Um, she's a great person. Uh, yeah, and then... Just kinda things happen and we didn't plan our first and he just happened. We didn't plan our second. She mm-hmm. happened. Uh and then one day in the car we're like, Oh, you think you wanna have one more? Mm-hmm. And then that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but um no, I didn't have that like approach to it, you know, yeah. which Which is crazy that some people do have that approach, you know. um, I feel for them. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, but you never know what got them there. Yeah, you never know what brought someone to have that slot s l o t mentality. So, an approach to life, Mm. you never know, and I'm sure it does hurt. To it hurts to see that in action because you're like, yo. Don't do it because even when you don't have the mentality, you end up with shitty people and you're like, maybe I should have had that slot mentality. So it can go either way, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can have the slot mentality, end up with a jackass for Mm -hmm. a mother of your kids or a father of your kids. Or you can go the like, yeah, I'm in this loving relationship. Let's just have sex and let's see what happens. And then boom, next thing you know, you got yourself a bat crazy husband or a bat crazy boyfriend that's like dragging your ass through the mud every time you turn around. You're like, what did I do? (laughs) So, but one, if you do with the right, I think if you do with the right mentality and the right approach, you might lessen your chances of that happening.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: it doesn't say you eliminate. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't eliminate. I think you no, lessen. You lessen. Uh, now, now the number, the the degree in which you lessen, that's not up for us to determine, because that's uh, that is that is not for us to figure out. That's your life, and that's our life. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, do you think? Um, so, what did you learn from your past relationships?
0: Um. <clears throat> The past relationship that I was in was 11 years, <laughs> 11 years, uh, three children, um, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Ultimately, it went straight down. Hang on a sec.
1: No. <clears throat> So then,
0: um, you know what I learned: mm-hmm. you don't break up with the person you meet.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by that? Let's flesh that out some.
0: Um, the person you meet, or you know, in some cases, you don't divorce the same person you marry. Right. That's why know? I said
1: that to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. The person you meet is loving, caring, you know, you're ride or die, you're everything. You know, the one you break up with or divorce is the complete opposite of that. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, is that person, uh, you know, is hurt. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and maybe triggered. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. hurt, triggered. And they are operating from that hurt, Mm -hmm. that, that pain, you know? So that person you, you met is way out the window. Um, you know, all you, you are greeted with is hostility, Mm -hmm. uh, bitterness, Mm -hmm. uh, spitefulness, Mm -hmm. um, Just, oof, just bad, Mm -hmm. not good at all. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and then when children are involved, it's even worse because what should be the focus, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, the children become the background,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know? And when... It could just take one of the two people, just not focused on that, but say that they're focused, that's all they want, or that's all that they're concerned about. Right. You know, they say that, but then they do the opposite.
1: Right. Right.
0: They, they... they,
1: Their words don't align, their actions uh, and and their words don't align with what they... Exactly. What they said initially. Exactly. Right. So...
0: You know, that makes it even worse.
1: Because it's a mind game. Yeah. Because it actually has you believing that this, in, initially believing this person has the children's best interests at heart. And then they whip out the sword and you're like, yo, that's not, Yeah, you didn't say that. Because if you had said that, yeah, I would have totally, I wouldn't have come to this gunfight with a knife.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, I learned from that. Um,
1: How did that make you feel though?
0: So- Angry. Uh,
1: Do you think that anger was rooted in disappointment?
0: Yeah, disappointment, anger. I felt lied to. I felt uh, taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. I felt sabotaged.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a big word. Yeah. Not like collegiate word, but that's a big.
0: <laughs> that's a yeah. big
1: word to say yeah. how you felt, right? Especially by yeah. someone you, you know, you have mm-hmm. children with, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um. wow you know um, at one point you know you could be uh, her knight in shining armor mm. you know mm-hmm. you can do no wrong you know the family loves you right
1: then you're the nightmare
0: yeah <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. then you become the nightmare mm-hmm. and you know like, it, it it it's, it's a really one eighty, like, right. you know, it's like you went from the light straight into the dark, right? Which sucks because there's children involved, and <clears throat> she knows, she knows how I am with my children,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, she tried to paint a different picture,
1: right? So what did you learn? Um, how did you? one thing that I've always been told is that I cannot control how somebody views me after I have shown them who I am. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And as long as I've been authentic and true to myself and showing who I am, I cannot control how they view me after that. If I show them I'm a Pelican and they believe I'm a hippopotamus, that is none of my concern. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So with that said, how did, how did, how did you, Govern yourself thereafter. Like once once shit hit the fan and once the relationship's bottom fell out and she showed you who she who she could be and who she wanted to be in the breakup. How did you govern yourself when you were greeted with the hostility, the pain, the this, the that? Did you greet back with that or did you govern yourself differently?
0: Um, it depended on the situation. Like mm. early on during that process, yes, I did greet back with um the same the same hostility or mm. bitterness and stuff like that and then uh you know towards a year or two after you know I uh I just started digging deep and and like looking my looking at myself in the mirror uh mm-hmm. you know trying to trying to determine like, how am I going to approach this? Like what's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what am I going to do? You know? And I came to the conclusion that, you know what? She's going to come at me like this no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, I'm just going to show her that it's not bothering me, that you don't affect me, you know? Um,
1: because it didn't, or because that was the road you decided to take, and eventually you would get to that point where it didn't bother you. Yeah,
0: because yeah, I was going to show her that it didn't, and eventually it became that. Mm-hmm. You know, a
1: fake it till you make it type. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> that's sometimes what you have to do. That's yeah. sometimes what you have to do. You got to you got to put on that face that's like this does not phase me, and deep down inside you are seething. Mm-hmm.
0: But um. But, yeah, like, you know, uh, it's, it's really hard not to react to that person.
1: When you're in the thick of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Because that person knows how to push your buttons. Right. You know. Right. They know what they can do and how to manipulate the situation, you know, to get a reaction from you. hmm and then they go and use that against you. And right. That's that's when the knight in shining armor becomes the nightmare.
1: Right. Well, you know that's you know? that's also the cry wolf mentality, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but it, and it's 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 there's another situation. And there's a another. lot of
0: females use that that, which is unfortunate, but
1: right. So we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna come back and continue.
0: Yeah. Well. The little ma- young man feeds here. Little
1: choo-choo feeds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Love Ledesma. Please come right back. We'll be right back. Welcome back.
0: Hey, this is side two of the mixtape. Remember that?
1: A side, B side. Side
0: two. Side two.
1: Oh.
0: Side two of the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we were just talking about... Uh, what he learned, how he governed himself in a uh, situation where he felt sideswiped by mm-hmm. what he was greeted with. And one of the poignant things he mentioned was that you mentioned was that um, who you break up with is not who you dated or who you started, who who you initially dated, uh, which harkens to who you divorce is not who you marry.
0: Yeah, Exactly, uh,
1: however, thank the Lord as I genuflex here that that was not a marriage ended up in divorce.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't,
1: but uh, you know, um, so I'll ask you this what did you learn about yourself in that situation from that situation?
0: Um I learned that I needed to make better choices, more educated choices, more, mm, just be more alert um, for red flags, you know. Uh, Don't, don't, if that's a red flag for you, you know, address it, bring that shit up.
1: Right, or run. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> or leave. Yeah. Don't produce.
1: <laughs> Don't reproduce. No, but if you're, leave. <laughs> if you're
0: involved with a person, yeah. like, you know, and it's a red flag,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, bring it up. Don't push it to the side and be like, oh, no, it's all right, you know.
1: Right. You because know, that might be um, grounds for you to leave or grounds for them to work it out in themselves.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, not to ignore those flags. Mm. Excuse me. Um, how to react better to when people are trying to get a certain reaction from you?
1: Get a rise, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, uh, I do a lot of thinking before I speak now because, yeah, my mouth has gotten me into a lot of trouble over the years. You know, um, <laughs> one example is like when we were in and out of court, you know, uh, we were in the courtroom and, mm-hmm. you know, she said something and.
1: Was it true or false? What was said? Uh, you don't have to repeat what was said, please. No, no, means But no, was no. the statement true or False. Because when someone lies on you, that can oh real- uh,
0: yeah yeah um it was false okay it was it was an exaggeration mm-hmm. okay. you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know like you forget where you are or whatever and, and that's what I did and you <laughs> I lost just it. I lost it and I let loose in the courtroom mm-hmm. and you know that didn't help me
1: it played to her yeah her her victim yeah. Her, uh, her, whatever, whatever agenda, let me not use victim, but it played to her agenda, mm-hmm. whatever her agenda may have um,
0: been. Yeah. So, you know, that I've learned that, um, learn to calm the ego, to mm. contain, to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tame? To tame the ego to not let mm-hmm. pride and and the ego get in the way or show or come out you know mm-hmm. um in a, right in other words like you know be very be very passive in my approach with her mm-hmm.
1: um Passive maybe Or um, If I may ask It's not to change your word But it is to offer Maybe a better word Not passive But um, Um, very Very uh,
0: Um
1: Structured Or not structured What's the word I'm looking for Very matter of fact Yeah There you go Very matter of fact Right Like I don't need to give you details I just need to give you One, two, and three These are your choices Yeah You provide me with choices You don't need great detail
0: Yeah This is it Um you know. The other thing that I learned was to forgive myself.
1: Mm. Yes, yes.
0: Because um, it was two people. Two people contributed to
1: the demise.
0: The demise. And you know I accepted and I put everything on the table of what I was, what I did and you know, what are my flaws, what you know, where did I fuck up?
1: Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know.
0: And she couldn't do the
1: same. It wasn't reciprocated. Right. Okay. She
0: couldn't do the same. All she would say is like, yes, I have flaws. Yes, I'm very flawed. Like, but what, what are they,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, s- specify she couldn't do that. So that led to me just forgiving myself. Like, you know what? You did your best,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, you did your best. You, uh, you try to make it work at one point, you know, it just, she didn't want to work anymore. Okay. Right. So,
1: so for the guys out there, both young and old, with children, without children, doesn't matter, but for the guys out there, um, what do you? What would you say if you could tell them or impart some knowledge on them that can help avoid falling into a relationship like that? Where you have 11 years where, yeah, you can say there were ups because, I mean, let's be real. There wouldn't have been a relationship
0: 11 for 11 years, years if it was them. just
1: all potholes and shitholes, right? Yeah. Um, however, it is to say that from what you've shared with me and from what I've uh, experienced in interacting with, you know, in interacting, um, the, the, it seems that the, the bad times or the downtimes were, were major red flags that should have been cause for anybody to roll out, right? So, yeah. if you could, um, which we'll talk about that another time um, for people in relationships. Um, so, if you could impart some knowledge on a young man who is dating that person, just in another skin, and they're about to, they're embarking on year two, and you see them probably about to have a kid. If you could, if you could cut somebody off at the impasse. Where it's like, yo, we're in two two years, there's major red flags, don't reproduce, in fact, run out. What would you say to them?
0: Um I would ask them like I would ask them certain questions. Mm-hmm. Uh what's important to her?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You mm-hmm. know.
1: And what's important to you? No,
0: yeah, but what's what's important to her? Um, is it, you know. Being on social media with the latest trends or whatever, or, you know, um, education or, you know, planning a future, you know? Um, Is she an adult?
1: Hmm. Let's flesh that out. What does that mean? Is she an adult?
0: Can she own her shit? Hmm. When you fuck up, can can she say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I messed up. You know, admit it and not just a, a half ass apology with an explanation to follow mm. why she did it. Mm-hmm. No, you're just telling me why, mm-hmm. why you behaved like an asshole <laughs> or, or like a dumbass mm. or, you know, own your shit, um, apologize and work on it. Try not to do it again. Right. Um,
1: what other questions would you encourage him to ask?
0: What what does she see? What does she see both of you doing mm. in the future? You know, uh, what's her vision
1: mm.
0: if she has one, you know? What is, what are what are her views on families? What, you know. Uh,
1: what just, questions? Oh, sorry. Go ahead,
0: babe. Just, you know, ask her the really hard questions that make people sit down and think.
1: Right. Right. You know? What questions would you encourage him to ask himself? Because- Let's be real, this goes both ways. This goes for men and women. When you find yourself in a relationship like that and you stay, it doesn't so much say a lot about it, doesn't so much say all about your, your partner, whether mm-hmm. they even if they're the, the most horrible partner in the world, it doesn't say a lot about them. It all it says a lot about you. Yeah. So yeah. what questions would you say? Hey, young man, before you before you shack up with this person or before you give this person your last name, ask yourself these questions.
0: Um, Everything I just mentioned uh, to ask her, Mm -hmm. you need to ask yourself. Um, You know, no one knows you better than yourself, right? So if you know, you know, for... For as an example, you know if you if you're passing uh you know uh a store, you walking past that store and you have that urge, you always have that urge to walk in and buy something, you know you know yourself. Oh okay, if I walk past this store, I know I'm going to buy something. Why walk past the store?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, if <laughs> Um, just, you, you really have to dig deep and, and ask yourself, you know, what the fuck are you doing?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? Right.
0: What are you doing? You know, cause from 25 to 35, it's a fucking blink of an eye. It is. Because that, that part of your life. You are having a lot of fun. (laughs) Okay? Yes. A lot of fun. So while you're having that fun, you know, you could be dating a girl and she could be ready to, you know, settle down and stuff. But no, you want to still be in the club. You want to still, you know, be popping bottles and shit like that in the club, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know. And then when... When it gets too late, you know, she done moved on. Mm. And then when you realize what you had is when you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, how do I get her back or, you know, right. stuff like that. But you just <laughs> you just got to be really honest with yourself. Right. And, and that's hard to do very hard to do. Not that I'm saying, uh, I'm sitting here behind the mic just saying like, yeah, I've done it or, you know, I know exactly what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. No, I still do it to this day, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, It's it's an everyday thing. Yeah. Everyday thing. You You Um you get to a point in your life where you just try to eliminate all the bullshit.
1: Mm. hmm
0: You know, some get there really early in their early twenties, you know. Some don't get there till their later 20s, until their early thirties, you know. Mm-hmm. But there comes a point in your life where <laughs> You just get rid of all the excess fat, all the bullshit, you know, and the circle of friends that you keep will be so small and you'll realize, you'll realize who your friends are Mm -hmm. at that point.
1: So let's see if I can sum it up for the boys at home. It would be, ask her questions that are important for you, such as, what's your vision? What do you want for yourself? And ask yourself, as a young man or as a man, ask yourself, what do you want? What do you see for yourself? Is that it? That's what it sounds like. I could be wrong. I am wrong, yeah. but when I am, yeah. I'm usually mistaken and I'm
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
1: that arrogant in real life, people.
0: Um, yeah, pretty much. You know, it's just like I said; it it it'll click to you one day,
1: right? So here's a random question. Then I say random as in it doesn't. It's not in the the order of what we're talking. That's the
0: baby just. Belches and belches. That's what babies
1: do. Right. Uh, belch, belch. Um, let's kind of tailor. let's kind of take a U-turn and go back towards um, forgiveness. You mentioned forgiveness through it all. Now that the sea has kind of storm, uh, sorry, the the sea has kind of calmed some in that situation mm-hmm. uh, for you, meaning like you've reckoned within yourself that this is the situation uh, between that person and yourself and you said you forgave yourself did you forgive her
0: to an extent Mm -hmm. yes and no Mm. um it takes work
1: to forgive it's a life yeah
0: it it it, it's really it's harder to forgive someone else Mm -hmm. than well it's hard to forgive yourself I would say, mm.
1: hmm
0: Um, but yeah, like it, it's that's something that, like I said, I need to work on. You know,
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: it's still yeah,
1: it still pinches sometimes. Oh yeah. Well, I mean it 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 makes it would pinch. Um, I think it would pinch anybody who has a soul, still and. You know, it's not so much like, oh, I'm not affected, because let's be real, there are kids involved. Mm-hmm. And that's what pinches. It's unless unless you think it pinches because this is a person that you once loved. And with or without kids, it pinches because you saw this with this, you saw a future with this person and now it's no more. And you're like, why aren't we together? Or does it pinch because your kids are or were in the mix of the whole toss, the whole fiasco?
0: It pinches because my kids were stuck in the middle.
1: Mm.
0: And it, it really pinches, just to say that term, mm-hmm. just to use that term, because I want to use another one right now. Mm-hmm. But because I grew up with both parents in the house. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I told her from day one. Since we found out that we got pregnant and even before that that that's what I wanted for my children for both parents to be in the house
1: mm-hmm. for them
0: to grow up with both parents in the house and
1: now was that something that was mutual meaning like did both of you experience two parents in the household? no
0: she didn't so um, she understand- came uh-huh. she came from a broken home I didn't You know,
1: sometimes it's hard for someone to be able to give you that if they didn't experience it themselves and they think, oh, all it means is that we open up the door. We have the key to the same door and we come home to the same place instead of realizing that it takes work. You know, I mean, you know, I come from a single parent household, but I understood when I realized I wanted to get married and have children, I understood that what I saw for marriage was not healthy because one, I didn't see it and what I, I didn't see it in my household. And when I saw it with my dad, it was so dysfunctional mm-hmm. that when I came to terms with the fact that I wanted to get married, I had to wipe the slate clean because I realized then it takes work to stay married. But it takes work for a person that comes from a single family household. It takes work for us just as much as it takes you take work for you to be married and say, "Okay, this is it. But you had a blueprint for us that didn't. It takes double the work because we don't know the ins and outs and we have to study it. But we have to also want to study it. We also have Mm -hmm. to know that raising a child in a home with both parents takes more than just. We both have the same key. Mm-hmm. We both come home to the same ho- house. We both lay in the same bed, because that's and that's the difference between shacking up and being married. It's mm-hmm. one of the difference. When you know that you know that you know, I'm married for these reasons, and I'm bringing a fa- I'm creating a family out of this marriage for these reasons. I'm gonna do the work. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that person couldn't give you that. Because not just because they didn't experience it and they didn't grow up in it, but because unfortunately they didn't know you got to you got to totally obliterate what's in your head of marriage if you didn't see it and you got to totally obliterate your understanding of a family when it comes to single parent because that's all you knew. And now you have to learn how to live with someone Mm -hmm. and now you have to learn how to grow with someone and not just pop out babies and think this is living. This is parenting. It's not, this is, this is a relationship. This is marriage. It's not like, it's not marriage. It's not like marriage at all. The only thing is you guys share a fucking mailbox. <laughs> That's it. You don't have the mm-hmm. same last name. Your kids have your last name, not just you, but in general the kids have your last name, but it's like Sesame street. When they say one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, surprise, your last name is not his, but the kids have his last name. You're the sock that doesn't fit or you're the sock that doesn't go. You ever do your laundry and all the socks have a pair except one? Yeah. Surprise. That's you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And that's when, you you know, but it doesn't have to be. But anyway, I I don't want to steal your spotlight. So Mm -hmm. you forgave her. You're forgiving her Mm -hmm. every day or not every day. but you. Not every
0: day, but yeah, um, it it just takes time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still healing yeah uh you know that very well mm-hmm. you know um for those of you who know me personally, um you know that I don't see my kids on a daily basis right I see one
1: mhm
0: which I'm holding right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know that that sucks,
1: yeah, I know I see that your face sucks. how it eats you,
0: yeah. But, uh, that's why it takes, it's taken me time and it still takes time Mm -hmm. for me to forgive her. Mm -hmm. Um, she took my kids away. That's not something lightly, you know, you take lightly. Yeah. You know.
1: Do you remember when you mentioned that to me, um, after our premarital counseling and I said, I, I challenged you to change the narrative that maybe she didn't take your kids away, but in all actuality, maybe she actually gave them right back to you because remember what I said, how it's like the relationship from what was shared with me had gone a certain way that maybe was not conducive to a healthy household for children. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, I also mentioned to you how as a child from a single parent household, we rather see a happy single parent than mm-hmm. a miserable co-parent you know a miserable, miserable couple right couple. couple parenting and in in her breaking up with you was probably the best thing ever because little did anyone realize or maybe little did she think she was actually giving you back your kids giving you your kids because now without that relationship suffocating the both of you and I'll say that the both of you right you can now be the best manny and you can re-educate yourself yeah. to be the best manny and be the, the healthy manny that you couldn't have been with her within that relationship. And 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 the same goes for her, right? Like, you know, when uh when she is is uh when her time comes to meet someone, hopefully she has come to that point where she can say, yo, I've re-educated myself and you know, now I can be the best me I can be in this relationship, but I can be the best mom now for this relationship. And so it's like, she gave you the kids because you can be a good dad. You can be a great dad and you don't have Mm -hmm. the headache of the relationship on you. Like, Oh, I'm staying for the kids. I can just crank out one more year for the kids. Well, Mm -hmm. you know what, when you stay with someone that you, that, that, that is not conducive to you in a healthy you every year is slowly sucking your soul.
0: Yeah, it definitely, definitely is. Um, It felt that way.
1: But I just challenge you to change that, to remember that, to change that narrative. So anytime Mm -hmm. you feel those words forming at your mouth, like, yo, she took my kids, you know, combat that or change that to like, nah, she gave me my kids. She gave me my kids because, yo, I'm healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. And I can be a functioning dad. No matter how many times I see them, I can be a functioning, healthy dad and give them my all mentally.
0: You did say that. And I did forget about that.
1: It happens. I forget a lot of stuff you say. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> what do you have to say about that?
1: Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right, Nicholas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you for reminding me that 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 helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed. Huh. No, seriously, I'm amazed at your growth. Um, from when I met you from and when we started dating and then when we decided to get official. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I, I try my best. I try my very best not to speak out of pocket on your past situationship because that was yours. You know, mm-hmm. that was yours for 10, 11 years. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know this, that there are times when I form an opinion in my head and I chin check myself because I'm like, "Ah, nope, you weren't there. Mm -hmm. And remember how I always said to you, there's two sides, there's two sides, there's two sides. And that wasn't just because you came and said to me and I was just like, yo, I don't, I don't, I take what you say with a grain of salt. It was for myself as well. Because as women, when we're with someone who went through a situation and they have an ex-girlfriend or an ex-wife, we want to be like, oh, he was perfect. Nah, you weren't perfect. Mm -hmm. I even said it to yourself. I even said that to your face one time. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, you weren't perfect. And it's not that I was there in your bedroom every day with every fight, but it's the fact that I know you're human. Mm -hmm. And it's the fact that I know how men can be. And it's the fact that I know how women can be. Mm -hmm. And we can be bullies and we can be assholes and we can be angels and we can be fabulous. And we can actually be tricky and pull an okie doke. And we can do all that where we're nice in front of friends and behind closed doors, we're a devil Mm-hmm. Right and and because I wasn't there, I don't know the concoction. I don't know what it was, but I do know this: it's done. It's ended. And from what I've met, um, and from what I've experienced, um, it it was um. I I I listen. I applaud you for 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 having the patience, mm-hmm. because I think if I were a man, um, I think that would have been a maybe. I would say if I were a man, that probably would have been fun. Right. That just would have been fun. And I would have been like, thanks mm-hmm. maybe six months. Mm-hmm. And then I would have been like, thank you. You know? So I applaud you for, for, uh, for having the patience and the, yeah.
0: Patience, pay, <laughs> patience is a virtue. That's what they say. right? Yeah.
1: Right. Um, with, so thank you so much for sharing, you know, you're gross. Um, I'm proud of you and I can't wait to see where you are in a year from now. And I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see where you are tomorrow.
0: At and work. He can't either. He
1: can't either. <laughs> You'll be at work tomorrow. Anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I, I just
1: can't wait to see. Um, and you know what? I will say this, um, I'm appreciative that you are in my life and I'm very appreciative that certain things had to shift and move uh-huh mm-hmm. for our stars to align.
0: Definitely. and um, you know <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay, Okay. I'll okay. Little one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, that you you got to appreciate the past. Mhm. Um, in order to appreciate the the present. present, yeah, you know.
1: Well, we're gonna end here. We are. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm gonna speed through because we got a couple of seconds. Thank you so much for tuning in to Love Ledesma.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you. See you next time. See you next time for my episode. All right, <laughs> All right I love you, baby.
0: Love you too.